So it's opening night here at the Capital Irish Film Festival, and I'm here with Hen Norton and Dan Dennison, the filmmakers behind Born and Reared. And the first question that I have is, what's it like to bring a film like this to an American audience? A lot of people may be like Danny in the film in that they don't really know what the fight's all about. So maybe you could just talk a little bit about film festivals and and that sort of thing. Well, it's been, it, this is the first film festival we've shown at in, in the US, and so this is the first screening we've had this evening. Um, we're showing in Boston as well later in the month. But um, it's extraordinary to be able to bring it out of Northern Ireland and out of the UK and out of Ireland into a place where people feel very uh, related to the place, but equally, it's a long way away. It's a very different world here. And to have conversations with people who care about the themes and the subjects and actually can relate it to things going on in their own communities and societies or communities that they know um, is the most powerful thing about it. Because when we made this film, whilst it's based and set in Northern Ireland um, and tells that story, we wanted it to be something that was relatable to other parts of the world, and so it's very rewarding to see that happening. I work a lot with a cameraman who is a photographer first and foremost, and I think that that always brings a different look to a film, because you have a photographer's eye rather than a filmmaker's eye. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. It was really interesting, actually. I mean, I, I kind of came from a, you know, a, a kind of a very uh, reportage, you know, style kind of a background, uh, you know, photography, did, did a lot of photojournalism work, did some stuff with Getty Images in London, you know, the news shift. So was was very used to plucking little scenes from crazy, you know, kind of roller coaster scenes, you know, it's outside Parliament or if it's in, a, in the Middle East or, you know, et cetera. Um, and I think when it came to, to, to shooting film, I was really trying to kind of focus on these like moving semi-static scenes, whether it's the portraits of the men, you know, where, where they're looking straight down the camera at you and it's, it's kind of haunting. It's almost like a slightly kind of a moving portrait. Um, or we tried to kind of feel ourselves uh, around the idea of having um, a fifth character in the film, which was, you know, uh, the character of place and how you kind of bring the identity of Northern Ireland uh, through the visual medium, you know, to the film. So you, hence the, the kind of wide open shots of, you know, uh, the kind of old, you know, docklands or some of the streets and, uh, you know, the pigeons in, in, the, in the kind of hatchery and how you, how you really feel like you're in there. Um, bringing it from a photographer's brain to a, to a moving picture brain was tricky. I mean, I, I, you know, for, for the first kind of two months of filming, all, all the scenes were, you know, like way too short. I was like, I need, we need time, more breathing room, which, which I eventually kind of like really warmed to, you know, the concept of just having these, these really nice in kind of interludes, again, bringing in this, you know, idea of the fifth character. So yeah, it was, it was, it, it's been an interesting journey and, one that I'm still, I'm still trying to, you know, kind of feel my way through, so, yeah. You used a word that I thought was very prevalent, and that was haunting. At one point in the film, there's a series of static shots of the four men just sort of standing there looking. What do you feel is, is the overall 
takeaway for people in terms of, of the film? You know, is, is it haunting? Is it hopeful? I think the overall takeaway is, is hopefully that the Good Friday Agreement was the beginning, was meant to be the beginning of a process and the beginning of a conversation. And I hope that through the film, what we explore is the idea that whilst there's this political piece, is there a human piece? And I think that what we see through these men's stories is the overwhelming desire is for peace. People want peace there. But in order to maintain and look after peace, you have to look after the people and you have to bring the people with you. And if you don't bring the people with you, then they become resentful and angry and frustrated and left behind. And I think that is a lesson we can learn about the whole world, going back to your earlier question. And hopefully what people take away from it is, yes, it sits on the precipice. And as Danny says, it just takes one murder for it to all kick off again. But equally, if we look after the piece, then actually it's an extraordinary achievement and one that the world looks to as an example of what could happen in other places. And that should bring with it an enormous amount of hope, if cared for. Just a very quick thing to add to that, which was this uh, sense of, you know, I hope that one of the takeaways is this understanding of, uh, you know, commonality through all of the characters of, from, from all of, of the various backgrounds, that actually today there is a sense of the, the three older men having been influenced around the age of Danny, you know, kind of, you know, like 15, 16. Um, and then you have Danny today at that pivotal age, and he's saying things like, I don't know if I belong here, in, in short. Um, you know, like, what does his future look like? You know, what can he learn from this vast, you know, pool of kind of you know, past experience from his, from his dad's friends and from his dad and you know like these are the men in his life so you had a sense of commonality that actually even though on the face of it everyone's very different and has fought these various different battles they all want the same thing which is consistent you know peace today and like opportunity that comes with that so going back a little bit to the comment you made Hen saying that Belfast isn't sexy so for uh, videographer how did you work with that? Because it's a backdrop to the story. And you know, the thing about Belfast is it is a visually stunning city. I mean, it's like, you know, you've got the kind of, you know, the old, you know, Docklands area, which is still kind of half being used. You've got those amazing cranes that everyone kind of knows, you know, they are of the city. Um, you've got these, these beautiful terrace streets. Um, and then you've got all the murals, and you've got the you know the peace walls, and all this kind of. You've got the it's a rich tapestry of, you know, of kind of texture, and there's like back lanes and all sorts of stuff, you know. Um, so w like when it came to filming it, it was really, it was really like how do we translate this, you know, and like how do we translate it uh, into film in a way that that connects with the with the other four characters and tells the story of the place, uh, that even if you didn't really know, you know the history in depth, that you could still get a sense of it and what it's like to be on that street with the guys, you know? Um, I think the other, the other thing is that when I said um, Belfast isn't sexy or Northern Ireland isn't sexy, the story we're telling and the way the, the men's stories we want to explore were about 
ordinary, everyday people. And that was at the core of it. And so actually the way that Dan shot it, which is stunning, is also a very seemingly grey, ordinary place with these kind of fences, these walls, these um, and these quite defining characteristics, which again, you have to nod to, like the Holland and Wolf cranes or like the murals, but we didn't want to tell the same story that you've seen elsewhere. So we didn't want to rely too much on those familiar um, scenes. And actually we wanted to go down behind the alleyway behind Danny's house where he's taking the rubbish out or, you know, because actually that was real working, living life in inner city Belfast. And so we very much focused on capturing it in that way. And in doing that, I think, that makes it beautiful because that actually brings it back to reality and, and that sort of humanness that we're trying to capture. Last question, I think. Just going back to the end and choice of the song, that horrific bonfire, the boys sort of looking like they're getting ready to start a fight. I felt like there was such a tenuousness to this piece and I guess that's always the case with, with peace is that it's it could fall apart at any minute. How do you feel about like the situation in Northern Ireland, and what is what is the end of the film saying? Because coupled with the Velvet Underground song and the fire, it seemed like a very volatile, emotionally packed scene. So maybe just talk about that a little bit. The end of the film was something that we deliberated over a lot because we wanted. I mean, visually, it's by far the most powerful footage. It is, um, it's very, very resonant of the place. It really happens every single year. And being there, it was as terrifying as it looks on the screen. It is completely, um, Im you're immersed in it. It's hot, it's angry, it's loud. It's all the things it looks. And therefore, it is partly saying, you know, we're sitting on this precipice and it is potentially volatile and there's a lot to consider. But I also hope what it is is a, is a reminder and a wake-up call to people to say, whilst we're sitting here and whilst there is always the chance that this piece could break down, actually it's important to reflect and to watch it back. So something that's happened is when we've shown it to people from that community, um, within their community, their reaction has been, wow, this film tells the truth. This film actually says it how it is. And in doing that, what you do is you almost remove the fear um, that, we, that comes with hiding and dressing something up. And in removing the fear, you actually make somewhere safer and more honest and more open. And in doing that, hopefully, you actually help to stop that conflict coming back up again. So it sort of sits between a place of a warning, but also hope, I think.